0: Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week 10, day two of our study of Isaiah. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Isaiah 32, 1-8. through Well, Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Would you join me as we pray before we start? Jesus, fill us with your word. Fill our hearts and our minds that we would know you and that we would always follow you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Isaiah 32, starting in verse one. See, a king will reign in righteousness and rulers will rule with justice. Each one will be like a shelter from the wind and a refuge from the storm, like streams of water in the desert and the shadow of a great rock in a thirsty land. Who is the king who will reign in righteousness? You know, there's a passage in the New Testament where a guy comes to Jesus and he says, good teacher. And Jesus says, hey, wait a second, why do you call me good? You know, there's only one who is good. Right. And so this guy is kind of half heartedly acknowledging that, that he believes that Jesus is from God. And so Jesus kind of presses him on that point. Do you really believe I'm good? Do you really think I'm from God or not? Are you just kind of saying that to butter me up? Obviously, Jesus knew the answer to that, but he makes this point, right? Who is the king who will reign in righteousness? There's only one. There's only one, right? The interesting thing here is, is the king will be in righteousness, but there's a kingdom behind him. There'll be rulers who will rule with justice. The Lord Could God rule all of the universe with an iron fist, right? And, and without the need for angels, without the need for us, could he do everything? I mean, this, this is the guy that spoke everything that is into being. Could he do everything he needs to do by himself without anyone's help? Yes. Does he need anyone's help? No. But he chooses For whatever reasons that I think will blow our minds for all eternity, for billions and trillions of years to come, we'll ask the question, why did you choose us? Why did you choose us to do this with? Jesus will reign in righteousness and there will be rulers under him that he has given authority and they will rule with justice. The Lord has desired partnership and he's given us partnership with him, even though we don't deserve it. And it's, it's beyond comprehension why he would do it, but that's the way he's done it. So there's only one king who can reign in righteousness. No other king, no human king, aside from Jesus, can reign in righteousness because we just don't have it in us. We don't have it in us to reign in perfect righteousness. Verse 2. Each one will be like a shelter from the wind and a refuge from the storm, like streams of water in the desert and a shadow of a great rock in a thirsty land. Verse 3, then the eyes of those who will see will no longer be closed and the ears of those who hear will listen. The fearful heart will know and understand and the stammering tongue will be fluent and clear. No longer will the fool be called noble, nor the scoundrel be highly respected. I want to pause right there. Won't that be nice? (laughs) Won't that be nice? Because, for all of history, there is there is just this reality. I, I had a coworker who used to talk about you know people in a, a large company that would get promoted and they just weren't good at their jobs. They were, in certain instances, they were just completely uh, incapable of of doing it. and And he would always say they've been promoted to their level of incompetence. and and that's a, a very pessimistic, snarky thing to say, but that's that's human history, right? The the fools and the evil, the scoundrels, they end up in positions of power. They end up in these places, and it just it ruins everything. It makes everyone's life difficult. And and here Isaiah is telling us the Lord has cut plans for that to never happen again. There's coming a day. Where no idiot, no fool, no scoundrel, no wicked person will ever be in charge of anything. They will never be called noble again. Verse 6. For fools speak folly. Their hearts are bent on evil. They practice ungodliness and spread error concerning the Lord. The hungry they leave empty, and from the thirsty they withhold water. Scoundrels use wicked methods. They make up evil schemes to destroy the poor with lies even when the plea of the needy is just but the noble make plans make noble plans and by noble deeds they stand so right here we see again this is this is all going back to this universal thing right you are probably in a job right now if you work with enough people you probably have a coworker or a boss who has some authority they probably should have none. Um, I've recently been in a situation where there's some leaders that it's become very apparent that they are incapable of doing the right thing. And I've even had a conversation with a, a friend that uh, about the situation. It's like, these guys should not be allowed to walk people's dogs, let alone lead the thing that they're leading, Right. And, and this is a universal problem. This has always been people, you know, the Proverbs they talk about, like people groan under this bad, wicked leadership, right? Even the righteous go and hide in caves when the wicked are in charge of things, but there's joy when the righteous are in, are in charge and there's coming a day where there will be no more bad leadership. You know, i I've. I I used to think that badly like no leadership would be better than bad leadership but the vacuum of leadership always produces something far worse. And so we end up with bad leaders very often because people understand that that vacuum is is of with no leaders is far worse, you know, anarchy is far worse than having bad leaders. And so we put up with bad leaders. We live with them because we we know or then we experience is actually it's I'd rather have the bad leaders than the no leaders. But how much better it is when we have good leaders. In the past, I've worked for companies where the leadership was atrocious, just terrible. I've worked for companies where the leadership is amazing. And at both of those companies, I worked for good people that were under those bad leaders and bad people that were under those bad leaders and vice versa with the good companies. There's been bad people under the leadership of those good companies and good and bad, right? Uh, Under both of those. And what I see ends up happening is under the bad leadership, the bad people are intolerable. Like the, the coworkers that you have to work with, even when you've got bad leaders, you don't always have to interact with them. You don't always have to deal with whatever they're doing. But they make a place for bad people within the environment to thrive. When you've got good leaders, there's still going to be people that are incompetent, that are evil, that just have bad intent, but they are held at bay. They are prevented from getting away with whatever they would like to get away with And because good leaders generally don't tolerate that kind of stuff. And this is one of my favorite, I think, promises in all of the Bible is that there is coming a day where this will end. There will be no more fools, idiots, wicked scoundrels in charge of things. The Lord himself will be at the top. He will be the head and he will only appoint righteous people and he will keep them in line. Jesus himself will keep his leaders in line and everything will fall into order. And this nonsense that has plagued humanity for thousands of years will come to an end. Because very often, right, the thing that makes us the most miserable is just having to work with and under terrible people. And the Lord is promising that will come to an end. Thank you, Jesus. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for watching the 10-Week Bible Study. If you've enjoyed this, would you consider doing that whole like and subscribe and bell thing you're always hearing people talk about? It really helps other people find out about the show, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.